Hey, what's up, folks? Welcome back to another 3D Hangouts. My name is Noah Ruiz. I'm a designer here at Adafruit, and joining me every week is my brother, Pedro. Good morning, everybody. I'm Pedro's Creative Tech here at Adafruit, and every week we're here to share 3D-printed projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. That is right. This is a show where we combine 3D printing and DOA electronics to make inspirational projects. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. We're hanging out in the Adafruit live broadcast chat channel on Adafruit's Discord server. If you'd like to say hello, questions, memes, banter, general chats, we're hanging out there. The invite code to that is adafruit.gg slash discord. There's my banner right up there. We'll take a moment to welcome everybody to the show. We got lots of fun stuff. We got some useful projects this week, but a mix of fun projects, <laughs> lots of community makes. We got a time lapse, um, some shop talk, all that and more on 3D Hangouts. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> uh, this is episode 419. It is October 25th. 2023 very close to halloween i'm wearing my halloween attire pedro you are also kind of halloweeny i'm an alien <laughs> you're an alien there you go go with it both uh disney themed as usual all right um good morning to duester vince squid.jpg rosin johnny hello hello welcome to the show thank you for joining us good morning Let's go ahead and jump into the morning housekeeping with Adafruit freebies. This week it's updated. Go to adafruit.com slash free for all the details. These lovely goodies get added to your cart automatically. First up, we have orders that are $99 or more. You'll get a free PCB coaster with a gold Adafruit logo. If your order is $149 or more, look at that, it's right there. If your order uh, is $149 yeah, or more, accidentally sent you one yeah you know how when we put orders in they're not supposed to send yeah. us the free stuff oh <laughs> uh, i want one i haven't got one it's yet very nice it's it i think it's thicker than the other ones really it's like two millimeters or three millimeters i think i'll pick one up then back yeah. to the <laughs> very nice um one just, just buy one <laughs> right just buy one it just says it's very good frame it and put it on your wall there it is. <laughs> you get a free one if you spend hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. While supplies last, of course. If your order is one forty nine or more, you'll get that PCB coaster plus an Adafruit KB twenty forty. That's that lovely RP twenty forty uh, dev board with all the fancy features. If your order is one ninety nine or more, you'll get free ground shipping from UPS and continental US only. The KB twenty forty and the PCB coaster. And if your order is a whopping two ninety nine dollars or more. You'll get all that plus a Circuit Playground Express. Remember, all these get automatically added to your order. So no need to add um, any special coupons. Or you could use our coupon and get 10% off your order. This week, it's USB-C. And you'll find out why once we jump into this week's project. Bow, bow, bow. See, we used to do all a little right. bit on signing up to the Adafruit Daily for all the newsletters. I'll put the link into that. And then the Adafruit Jobs. I think there's just one listing right now for shipping. And that's going to be local in New York. So I just posted the links to that really okay. quick. I think we can jump into this week's project. All right. Quick show. Yeah. <laughs> Unless the prototypes take up out of the time, which maybe they will. Maybe, maybe. So this week, um, we wanted to make a 3D printed case for our lovely new handy dev. It's not a dev board. It's a breakout. This is the HUSB 238 power delivery breakout. This is a handy little device that lets you take your device's wall warts like this and turns it into a USB-C device. So we uh, created a little 3D printed case. It's a little snap fit case. It uh, the PCB uh, gets secured with these machine screws, and then you have a top that snap fits. Um, it has little additive um, features here. We got little uh, labels, so USB, so you know it's over here. And this is very handy, a plus and a minus to let you know where uh, the voltage and ground is. You also got access to the screw block terminals there. 
But this is a really nice PCB. Um, it's very, very small. But hey, USB-C, power delivery. USB-C can uh, deliver up to 100 watts on certain devices, uh, 20 volts, and 3 amps on this guy. Um, it's got a special feature that it has I squared C control. So you can programmatically um, make this output whatever uh, voltage you want for those devices that may have some weird voltage requirements. There are some devices that want 16 volts or 17 volts. And um, you have the option to either control that voltage through I squared C with a microcontroller or just use these uh, jumpers uh, to make it uh, a fixed voltage. Here in this particular one, this is a uh, wall adapter for a uh, Arturia key step USB controller slash synthesizer. And here on the wall where you can see that it wants, uh, it, it, it's putting out 12 volts at one amp. And here's another important part. Um, it has a center positive right there. Um, so each one of these are gonna be different. So if you don't know, You'll want to, um, you know, double check with a multimeter to make sure that uh, that that this is going to be correct. <laughs> uh, so we uh, cut the cable and wired it up into the screw block terminal. So now we can connect USB C cable here, and then to power the device, we can use a USB PD. That's the power delivery. They're basically those um, those high voltage USB C power supplies um, but this allows you to um, to kind of use a USB-C cable um, so you can get rid of this wall wart and we think it'd be useful if you actually lose your, your wall adapter you want to get rid of it and stick with a USB uh, PD power supply um, it's a good thing for that so we have the case together we put that together let me uh, showcase the learn guide so if you head on over to the learn guide, let me queue up that. Here is the learn guide. We got a nice little video that kind of talks about that. Uh, in this, um, this is actually showcasing how you can control the voltage over I squared C using a dev board. In this case, we got the Metro M7. It's got a stemma port, and then we're just using the um, the uh, the pins here with uh, some jumper cables um, to control it. So in this demo code, it's like switching every second or two a different voltage, which is kind of interesting. Um, but that just showcases that you can programmatically change it, which is kind of neat. Um, so we have a prerequisite guide that you know, you'll want to check that out if you want more information on the breakout. It has a pinouts page and then CircuitPython and Arduino libraries so that you can communicate with it using a, um, a breakout. But it's all the information is here. Um, we have a couple of parts here. You know, if you want to pick up a multimeter, if you don't have one or a USB-C to USB-C cable, we have those in the shop. Um, you will need two screws um, to secure the PCB just so that it's very secure. You want to use these metal screws. And then, of course, you can pick up a USB PD power supply from your favorite online realtor. Um, here is one that uh, that we have. It's from a good brand. Anchor is a pretty good brand. And uh, this one is, I think, yeah, up to 100 watts. And, you know, these are mainly for, like, charging big devices like a laptop, an iPad, all the things here, <laughs> you know, all of the... All of the um, gadgets that that want like fast usb charging this is the power supply you want to get we don't carry one in the adafruit store maybe we will um, but this is kind of nice when it has uh, both usb type a and two usb c ports and it has a little flippy um prong that's nice for traveling so that's one pedro you have a different one i believe I didn't bring mine out. Uh, yes, yeah, okay. The, um, I think it's like the 30 watt little ones and then oh, okay. the laptop ones. Yeah, they're they're great to have. So definitely pick one up. We have STLs, step file, and a Fusion 360 file. If you want uh, a model of the breakout, you can get that as well. 
we have that on our CAD parts GitHub repo. It's a nice little breakout board, two mounting holes. Um, it's really nice to mount because you got mounting holes. And yeah, that's pretty much it. It's pretty small. The case is pretty small. Um, I thought to maybe add mounting tabs to the sides if you want to secure it down to a surface. Um, because, you know, USB-C cables can be kind of thick. <laughs> and mm -hmm. they, they can kind of, you know, keep the case from being flush on the surface or something. So you can modify the, the case if you want something more. But I figured it'd, be, it'd just be nice to make it a square and uh, have those holes for the wires and all that. So pretty simple. Pretty simple assembly. Um, you just secure it down <laughs> and uh, snap at the case. Um, the um, the labels are, are really nice. I'm, I'm so glad I put labels because <laughs> uh, it's, it's pretty handy to know uh, where the USB port is and, of course, the voltage and ground. For usage, um, here we are showcasing how we went about uh, converting our, you know, adapt wall adapter into a USB-C wall adapter. So here's just some handy tips on um, making sure that your power supply is telling you what uh, the, the, the proper um, requirements for your device, whatever it may be. So we showcase them cutting the wires, stripping them with wire strippers. Um, for this uh, particular demo, we want to fix the uh, voltage. So that's why we're using the solder jumper. You do want to cut the five volt trace first and then solder your, your desired voltage. Here we're doing 12 volts because the wall adapter says so. And then um, here we uh, have a little GIF of showing how to use multimeter using continuity mode to test um, what is ground and what is voltage. Once you figure that out, um, you can use the screw block terminals to secure those wires. A quick note, a lot of the times you'll see, oh, let me full screen that. A lot of times you see this white little dashes on the cable. That means normally it means it's a voltage, uh, a voltage wire. So that's a good tip there. If you don't know, then you know. And then the ground is of course the other cable. Um, but there are um, markings on the back of the PCB, and that's why I thought it was important to kind of put that here, too, so you know always what's the right voltage and what's ground. So that's just a little tip there. But back to the learn guide. Oh, boy. Here I go. <laughs> Playing uh, charades. And that's pretty much it. You know, you use a USB... PD power supply and then a USB-C cable, and now your device should power on if you uh, have everything correct. Very so cool. this is a pretty neat keyboard. It's called the T uh, Keystep Pro. It has some nifty features like being able to uh, control um, Euro rack modules using CV control or control voltage, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, Pedro, you had a story that you want to yeah. share. <clears throat> so I just used it as a backup to, I think we used to, did we used to stock these fans for the fume extractor? I think we still do. Oh yeah. So it works perfect for that. Um, instead of having this big old wall wart that is taking up two spaces on my outlet, it was super easy to convert it to that. I just chopped off the, or actually sell the uh, barrel jacks in the store as well. So just uh, twisted it up and installed it into the um, terminal. And because of the extension cord has USB cables right on there, I could just use that. So it definitely frees up a lot of space, makes everything nice and tidy uh, for having a nice little, um, instead of having a wall wart <laughs> that's taken up two spaces, you're just having this tiny little guy power everything. I can't seem to find the fan. Maybe we... I started looking too. Yeah, I don't... Maybe we didn't get it here. But yeah, this is a big old jumbo. I think it was just PC fan, maybe was the name of it. Yeah, I'm searching for PC. Um, all fans, including discontinued ones, and I'm not mm. seeing it. So we'll have to divert from that yeah. and just say any, you know, desktop 12 volt van. <laughs> and that works so pretty good. good uh, yeah, that's a good little solution there. 
Mm -hmm. I love how small you can make this. Um, I did try it on, I think, the humidifier, but that wanted like four amps, so. Ah, yeah. So, yeah, so the max is three amps, max is 20 volts. Uh -huh. um, but we think that's a good range of things. Yeah. Um, I'll have to try it on the one of the cord panos you left here, so. Yeah, just make sure that the barrel jack, because I think mm -hmm. the, the synthesizers tend to have different um, center positive versus center negative um, barrel jacks. Yeah. So just double check your power supply. If you lost your power supply, maybe you can find a manual and see what uh, what thing it wants. So yeah, and then we have of course um, all sorts of barrel jacks, uh, DC jack that have screw block terminals. So something like this is always handy, so mm -hmm. that you don't have to cut your wire and you have like nice positive and negative uh, labels on it. Um, I think we have all sorts of different DC jacks. So if your device uses a DC jack, oh, this is a nice one, a four-way that has all the different sizes or something. Ah. Or maybe it's just regular. I think we have one it's that weird. has all the sizes, right? Yeah. There's some we weird ones, too, like this one, like a 5.5 converter. Oh, yeah. Remember those? those? for the LED lights. Oh, really? Yeah. Or the panels, LED panels. Yeah. Here's another converter, 1.7 millimeter. Don't we have one that's like a an array of DC jacks? It's that's DC. the one I was thinking of when you first said it. it has like, like a whole like a kit. There it is. Yeah. No, bananas. No, that's banana panels. There it is. There it is. 30 piece set. And then uh, you can s swap them out, right? Oh, they all work with 2.1 barrels, so you can always convert. <laughs> Jesus, there's so many. Here they all, all 30 of them. Lenovo laptop has their own kind, but basically every measurement. So there's options out there. Question. Good question by Taith on the, if you solder, uh, if you solder the five volt jumper, can you still control it via I squared C? Um, I believe so. Uh, like after you the... joints, are you able to still uh, programmatically I'm not sure I haven't I haven't tested that um, yeah that's a good question I'm not sure I wonder yeah I don't know um, we'll have to uh, <laughs> try that out good question though okay other than that um, maybe it says here you might have to take out the jumper, I think, because mm. it's kind of hardware, right? <laughs> so you I mean, probably I figured, to, like would overwrite it. Yeah, you'd have to. Uh, it's a physical, yeah, physically connected. <laughs> yeah, I think so. So you'll probably have to just get rid of the jumper, which is kind of easy. You just resolder, and it's it's actually easier mm. to. Bridge something to bridge it. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anywho's that is uh that's what we got. It's a pretty handy breakout board. Um yeah, I haven't seen something like this before, so it's pretty 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 new and handy. So check it out if you need one. We still have them in stock. And if you wanna use our coupon code. You get 10% off. Where is that coupon code? Using USB-C. That's why we call it USB-C. And our adventures and our trials to make everything USB-C. There we go. All right. Make sure I have a background you can barely see for <laughs> a prototyping section. <laughs> yeah. Bigger. Oh, I can barely see it. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and jump into this. Prototyping. What's that? What were you trying to see? No, I was trying to show the background, but I'm like completely covering it. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to. Oh, looks good. There. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. There you go. All right, let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and jump into this week's. What are we prototyping? We have a nice little display for all of the new screens coming out. This one is for the 3.4 inch display. This is the TTL that is being powered by the. Uh, Qualia board. So this has an ESP32S3 on the back here. 
and it can power a bunch of the new side screens that we have. So we have like the rounded ones. We have the, what did I say? The four, the four inch, three inch, the, oh my God, too many. I feel so bad. I had to get rid of like so many of our old displays because there was just no more room. Mm. So all the updated ones are now in its place. And this one has the touch screen on it. Um, so the uh, challenge with this one was just getting the um, the framing right because the the touch the touch goes beyond the frame, so all of the touch uh, goes all the way out there. Uh, so the way that this is mounted is with this extra little. Um, this is called like a. I don't want to take it out. Let me grab one of the other ones right here. So it's this little frame that is holding in the display. And that just plops right on top like that to have the standoff so you can align that to the cutouts. So not completely aligned yet. So I'm going to scooch it over by a millimeter or so so you can have access for the, uh, what are these, the up, down, and reset buttons. And, of course, your USB-C to power that guy on. One of the cool things that I like about this is the way that uh, the design for this is. So instead of pushing this board all the way out because you don't have enough room with the um, ribbon cable. I know we have extensions for it, but it doesn't make sense since it's just a little bit that I need to extend it forward. Mm -hmm. I instead pushed the geometry inward so I wouldn't have to mess with uh, having an extension for the ribbon cable. And then you don't have to, hopefully I don't have to have like little pins to for the button so that'll reach down to actuate. Mm -hmm. So the button can be the button itself. I can reach all the way down in there. And of course, you have all your uh, port openings. So really cool yeah. way to get your geometry. Just punch it in. Have that be yeah. closer to the ports you want it to be uh, over. And then this just slides in like that. The construction for that, just having the outlines for, um, you know, to get out of the way of your geometry. And then having space for the actual ribbons. Um, whole reason I don't want to take it out is because I'm scared of uh, the way that the this ribbon cable feels pretty fragile, so definitely be careful yes. with that. And, oh, yes. Uh, just having enough space for, like, the, the touch controller and all that to fit in there nice and snug, but not where it's, uh, you know, difficult to remove or you'll damage the component. Yeah. So, yeah. It's going to get the uh, CircuitPython on there. Right now, it's just running the Arduino uh, example. It looks kind of scary because right. it looks it's breaking on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it chips with the uh, demo code to, to make sure that it works, I suppose. Um, yeah. yeah, there is uh, some demo code out there in the product learn guide for the Qualia F3 board. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's pretty cool. I like the all-in-one enclosure. It's very nice. Yeah, there's even room for like a LiPo, but I forgot that's not a, a battery port. Yeah, <laughs> it's the battery powered because, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But you could so, put a sensor or something. Oh, in yeah, there, yeah. if you wanted to like do humidity, temperature, air quality, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah, this could be a uh, air quality sensor with a stem port here. There's room for some, maybe some a, other analog here. Yeah, you can do a sensor or a button. You can make bigger buttons, I think. Toggle mm -hmm. switch, something. You can use yeah. that um, that three pin JST port to do button input and other things. Mm -hmm. You don't like the onboard <clears throat> buttons. But yeah, yeah. This, uh, display it, is, yeah. It's a touch screen. So I don't know, maybe some sort of for, I don't know, can't get a browser on there, right? Like to control IO or something or whippersnapper mm -hmm. or something. Yeah, whippersnapper something weather display would be kind of cool. You do have, you know, cool. an ESP <laughs> on there. But this is the display itself. It's pretty thin. Um, mm -hmm. This one's the no touch screen. Yeah. I wanted the touch oh, just touch. for the to figure out how to get the framing around it. it was yeah, what Lamar was concerned about, making yeah. sure that that fit in there. This is the touch screen. Folks are snatching them up. They're, yeah, uh, twenty one yep. and stuck. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna do the rounded and the bar ones next. I know they're still working or getting the bar, the code for it to. Oh, we still show have properly. these in stock. This is the no touch screen. Where's the and quality? Yeah, two point four. The um, the feather TFT one. I'll work on that one after. Quality is in stock right now, so if you want to pick that up, yes, pick them up. It's an awesome little board. I like where the mining holes cool. are. Yeah, the mining holes are great. 
We have mm -hmm. a 3D model of the quality board too that you oh, can yeah, use yeah, yeah. pretty up yeah. there. The uh, product learn guide has all the demos and things you could try out. There's some CircuitPython internet test. And then there's the CircuitPython display setup. Here's a note. Not all of them have power pins are the same. So just be careful. Oh, yeah. Be careful. But yeah. Hopefully I uh, did that correctly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll come up with something cool. Um, uh, I think oh, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. For the chat room, I need ideas. What can this prop wise, theme wise, I think, what I think else it needs to be a weather now? display? Because like, the weather display, the old the weather display. Sort. What, uh, or what some sort of IO, uh, Adafruit IO display. Mm -hmm. oh, I meant beyond, not the, I meant more of like the case design. Oh, like, the case design? What can it be? Something mid century modern. <laughs> what is coming out? Besides? Something mid century modern. Like think of uh, Loki or Severance mm -hmm. or mm -hmm, what's mm -hmm. that moon show on Apple yeah. Plus? There's a moon show and there's I've all sorts of fun 1950s yeah. mid century modern influences. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's pretty hot. All right, well that's pretty cool. <laughs> Probably um, Loki then. <laughs> Something yeah. from the like a seventies esque design. What to look at seventies like or fifties, like the future of the fifties. Mm -hmm. um, I guess real quick prototype, and then we'll do shop talk. Yes. So um, I am in oh, yeah, yeah. the middle of of this. This is a LED noodle tree. I think I showed it last week. Um, I got a topper. Pager's got one printed too. The idea here is to have um, eight LED noodles. I have a mix of red and green. I'm going to wire these up. Um, but I'm using the LED driver and an RP2040 Cutie Pie. The LED driver is the AW9528. I might be wrong there. Um, but that's all housed here in the bottom. Um, that's connected over Stemma QT. So it's really easy to hook that up. And then I'm planning to wire all of the noodles uh, to the various uh, pinouts on the um, on the LED driver. On the top here, you can see um, rip. I have all the all of the um, the pin. Oh, it's not in focus. All the pins here. I'm going to have to solder them together so they're all going to share voltage. And then the grounds are going to uh, connect to the individual ground pins or rather the individual uh, controller pins on the LED driver so I can do some animations. Um, but it's a pretty cool um, kind of design and the LED noodles just press fit into these channels so they're easily installed. And then, you know, we'll just have to solder these, these things up together. Um, but I'm playing around with different um, covers. So this one has like a little snowflake and then trying to get kind of fancy with the, uh, the holder here. So here you can see the, the Cutie Pies USB-C port here for powering. It'll be a desktop powered thing. And then to hide the uh, the wires here, um, I have this little snap fit, press fit rather, um, topper, and then this little Adafruit star. I thought about having like one of those fancy LEDs on top here, but it'd be hard to. Which fancy LED? Um, we have these called deluxe. There's like a skull, oh, yes, there's yes. hat, there's feet, spear, oh, yeah, yeah. triangles. I was the going to do that, but honestly, I think it'll be challenging to get like a wire, two wires to pass through here mm -hmm. and then down in here because I do have to solder all these together and then have one wire that is sharing the voltage connections all the way down. That's why I have a center mm -hmm. hole here because that's going to pass the main wire. So I'll have to sort all that out i'm doing this fairly early because i have time uh, to fail i have time to to prototype it so i have about a month no uh, christmas is already here man <laughs> i know that's why i'm worried about it now it's been challenging to kind of come up with this like channel yeah. fit oh yeah this is i don't even know how you came up with the it's the a combination fit. of using the coil um tool infusion along with the pipe oh. tool Oh, offsetting wow. things, circular patterns, all sorts of <laughs> features in Fusion. Um, and then, uh, you know, printing it in translucent filament. There's no supports for this, which is crazy because the way it just is. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that is a work in progress. I really like the color changing filament you got going on there for the topper. That's really it looks nice. Like the oil spill, huh? It just looks iridescent to me. Oil spill sounds kind of gross. I wouldn't say that, but it just feels magical. 
the um, I didn't cut the the filament like I said it was, so you could see it's like three. But I'm looking at this color; it looks like there's four colors. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's, it's a really the, nice blend there. Yellow, green, blue. That goes into the purple and the red. That is so cool. Yellow. Mesmerizing. Yeah, it's called rosy matte. Yeah, um, I saw this, uh, and I think it was on Colts. They printed Oogie Boogie, and it oh, looks yeah. like the you know the two D effect where you could see like the green and the red, right, yeah, like, the, like fuzzy static. Yeah, that's TV. What it like. I was like, whoa, that looks like glitchy, like fuzzy, like nineties. Did you drop a link to the filament while I yeah. showcase the uh, the little Adafruit um, thing here? Let me do full screen. This is a little Adafruit um, tree topper. Uh, I used it in our one of our LED desktop trees that I did a while ago with the NeoPixel, or maybe it was a Circuit Playground Express. Um, but yeah, this is a fun little no support. Um, you can print two of them and then like glue them together. Um, but I printed it at 0.1 millimeter layer height, so it's got like a little bit more resolution. But you know, it's got some curve to it. It's pretty nice. So if you want a little Adafruit star for your Lego, it seems to work pretty well. Um, but that's what we're using uh, for the top of the tree right now. Yeah. <laughs> Look at Adabot just kind of waving it around like a cheerleader. Pretty nice. So other than that, that is what I'm prototyping. I think we're going to shift gears. And take a look at community or not community makes uh shop talk. I think I want to give a shout out to Tyeth who posted a 3D model of the 3.2 inch touch bar display. Nice. Um, give me time to uh, review this. Uh, uh, Tyeth has a step file, which is awesome, excellent. They sketched on top of what looks like the data sheet, which is really great. So Hmm. I'll try this out and bring it into um, the 3D uh, CAD parts GitHub repo. So again, shout out to Tyeth for posting this up. Um, I think it'll work. Um, I have one here. I think you have one on order, Pedro. So no, I have one here. Yeah, try it one. out. We yeah, can... yeah that'll be the next one. Yeah, we can try That's what Lamar requested. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I want to use this too. This bar display. So uh, shout out to Tyeth for Go posting ahead. that up. I will. Take a moment to review it after the show. And then uh, if it's all good, I'll bring it into uh, the Cat Parts repo. Awesome. Yeah, Taith did have a question. I forgot. He was asking about the overlap for the front cover of the touch panel. Uh, I just look at where you can kind of see where it where it begins and where it ends. So that's what I did. I just measured how much um, you can see where the where the panel starts and where the L, the touch like beyond like the mapping for the the overlay for the touch display. You can see where it is. You can just measure it. Okay. Uh, I don't know what it is off the top of my head. Right. 2.4, something like that. Okay. Yeah, that's all I did. I just, you can look at the, like at an angle and see where the screen uh, stops. Yeah. I just measure, measure it from there. Yeah. I guess it's not in the data sheet, maybe? I think it is, but it, you know, physically I... Change, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've noticed sometimes the data sheet will say something, but then... The way it's manufactured, it might get scooched over a little bit. Yeah, they have talent. They have the tolerance leeway, so they yep. could always shift. Mm -hmm. All right. I mean, I'm sure it's good. You ability uh, too. That's another thing you got to think of too. If you're viewing it like below or above, you might want to add um, a chamfer to it so that the viewability you can still see like downwards or mm -hmm. you know, depending on the angle that you're looking at. So I have noticed that. So you can go a little bit. Um, uh, towards the um, the blank, you know the yeah the bleed the display part. The yeah, the bleed. you can you can add more bleed to it. Yeah, for sure. Talking yeah. like publishing terms here. <laughs> the yeah. bleed. Well, it kind of is, you know, how much view port can you see in the screen? You always want a little bit of extra gap. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm looking at my iMac, and it does that's have a little bit of extra gap, just a tiny bit. You can see that black outline mm -hmm. on the iMac. So you definitely yeah. want to have. A little bit of extra. Yep. Depending on, the, again, the angle and all that. Okay. Let's see. Where did this come through? Oh, on Twitch? 
Taith is saying, okay, you got to cover the glass panel, but avoid the touch area. The data shape model includes it. Excellent. Yes. Yep, yep. All right. Cool. Yeah. Thank you again, Taith, for posting that up. I will try it out and bring it in. Cool. Uh, if anyone. The link to the tri-filament as well. And oh, yeah, thank you. I'm going to fix them up. If you want to. Yeah. Um, if you want to get any of the 3D models, of course, you can get the individual parts. Um, I just added the USB 238 breakout right here. Just as a refresher, if you just want one part and not the whole repo, you can always come up here. Uh, where did it go? Did they change things again? Add file. They used to have a download file thing. Maybe you have to click on the individual file. And yeah, there's a little icon here. Download raw file. And that'll let you download the file, um, whichever one you want. STLs have like a STL viewer, which is kind of neat. Hmm. So you can always take a look at the model before you download it. This one includes the screw block terminal. But if you get the step file or the fusion file, you can always turn that off if you want to just. Because it is, you know, look how tall it is that can affect you your enclosure to, yeah. you want to be really thin yep. your profile you want to get rid of that yeah so we have options um but yeah i'll uh add parts as uh, as we get to them if you have part requests you could always add your part request um i have a little bit of a backlog right now but uh i'll get through it and we have a lot of parts check it out and that is this week's shop talk. All right. Are we ready for the time lapse? Let's see this week's community makes. <laughs> I muted it. A mug chomp by uh, Crack Drag. This, this is, is a printed place. Perfect timing. Perfect timing with Mario Wonder. Do they actually oh, really? have rainbowy chomps? I have not checked. I don't know. I need to pick up the game, though. I know. This is so cool. It's like a bear trap. <laughs> yeah, I like we got a dino mug to go with uh, the theme. I don't know. It just matches. Oh, yeah. It's just the mug I was using that morning. But yeah, this is a really cool like bear trap. So it's like uh, weight activated. As the platform pushes down, you can see that these two little guys are moving each side of the chompers. Sorry. Dang, I wish she, uh, I wish this model was like rounded out because oh, I did, did like <laughs> I did chomp myself several times. Oh, that's fun. So there's like a little um, cylinder on here that aligns with that little key. Oh, it's so it doesn't rotate. And then you can see there the way it's just pushing down on it. And then that lever. Oh, yeah, it's just pushing the lever. All right. Mm -hmm. Still pretty cool. And a lot of it is printed right. place. Yeah, this is all print in place. Even the uh, chains, they print at an angle. Whoa, am I cutting out? Yeah, you're going a little slow there. No problem. I don't know. Let me. Persevere. Was that me? Yeah, you're out for some reason. Your main camera. Yeah. Anyway, while you fix that, I'll talk about the design on 3D. Yeah, go ahead, reload. Uh, so this is uh, a paid model on Colts 3D. It's only a uh, dollar seventy euros, maybe not a dollar euros, um, but you can, you know, it'll convert. You can you can buy it for whatever the conversion is. Um, Crack Design is the designer again. They got some really nice images. Um, you can paint it, I suppose. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have to paint the eyes. Yeah. I love the little um, chain part back here. It's so yeah, cool. it's pretty cool. The little spikes on it. And yeah. uh, definitely wanted to try out the tricolor filament just because of all the trippiness that I've seen in Myra Wonder. So I wanted to continue that with this crazy Deep dream. <laughs> glitch yeah pipe dream looking. yeah it is very glitchy yeah. um is that the same filament that you used for the tree topper yeah it looks like there's some more striations on that is that just because yeah. of the model or 
I don't just know. But it is complete. It looks like it is um, completely striated. Yeah. Yeah. It's Which is kind of. On that one. Yeah. You can see the difference in it. It's like so smooth on this one, but this one, it's like <laughs> every couple layers, it's like a different color. Yeah. What happened? Maybe it's the size of the model, or maybe it's like twisting, like as it's going down into the uh, extruder. This is the filament, yeah. You that posted it, it up. Right it looks gorgeous. Yeah, I'm gonna pick some up. This is great. Oh look, a Christmas tree. Haha. -ha. There you go. Wow. So many colors. Yeah, so it's like I really like these colors. All right. Yeah. And how much was they it? Call it uh, multicolors. Tri colors. Three in one chrome mm -hmm. co-extrusion. Now it is that matte, the matte um PLA, which is Wait, uh, not the strongest. Uh, this one's definitely better than other ones we've had before. It is a little easy to like chisel, so it, it is easy like to work with if you want to like uh, with an exacto knife, you know, sort of removes uh, like oozing and stuff like that. I'm surprised. I'm surprised it's not shiny. It is not shiny. Yeah, it's matte. It looks shiny though, oh, especially with the light yeah, casting yeah. on it. Yeah, it looks no. like it's shiny. It's matte. Wow, it looks shiny. I like it. I'm gonna get some. No, that's really cool. Yeah, I'm for sure. Okay. And it has good quality. We did not too much string or whatnot. Um, I'm guessing it was because it was this model, but this was stringy. And then right. the settings that I was using uh, that might have had something to do with it because I tried printing out um, this tree and it completely failed. Right. So doing the infill. The tra under traveling inside a cura, uh, it's uh, what the heck is it? Retraction on for the retraction only within, not with outer model. I think is what I told you, right? Yeah, let me look at your text. <laughs> it says under extrusion, set combing mode to not on outer surface. That's what it was. Yeah. So the combing mode. That's what yeah, it was. Combing mode set to not on outer surface. Okay. Not sure yeah, some of the verbiage on Cura is like not on. Why can't you just say? They need illustrations. <laughs> <laughs> they need illustrations to go along with that. Yeah. All right. But cool. Very good um, kind of shop talk ish. It's like double negative crap. <laughs> new filament. This color changing filament is always nice, especially for printers that are only one extruder, single extruders. Like I really like these type of dual tone mm -hmm. prints. Yeah. It's all the rage. And to have it matte, that's pretty good because some of the silky mm -hmm. stuff can be brittle and break. Yeah. But uh, this stuff tends, I guess it's good. No, you know, clog free, smooth. Mm -hmm. PLA, just regular PLA. Sure. Should be low warp, easy printing. So I'm going to try that out. I, I would like to see the bottom base here printed in that color. Mm. I have like this silver color and mm -hmm. I kind of want some more color to it. Hey, there goes my tip. There it goes. It might look Maybe like that. Oh, yeah, let me. Yeah. Mm, kind of cool. Wait. It's not like paint where it'll like mix together. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, cool. yeah, this is just copper. Silky copper from like Esun, which is okay, but I kind of want more color. <laughs> yeah, all right. I think that is all for the show, right? No, 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 no. We have a ton of community makes. It should take oh. up the rest of the time. Oh, geez. Um, I see. <laughs> yeah. So again, time lapse. Uh, you can you can you can purchase the STLs because it is a paid model. But uh, check it out. We think it's a fun one. All right off to community makes this week we have a make of our print in place owl that has a spinny head this was print, uh, posted up by travis they said they printed it in blue silk scaled it to 60 percent, and it works great sweet yeah because it's kind of big so oh it's let me reload get it big uh-oh it's not loading a full image you're gonna have to just look at this <laughs> what's going on with the internet huh so looks great it's a nice owl check it out after that we have a post from broke jet fixer they posted up their make of the 
lightsaber RP2040 printed in PLA plus on an Elgo hmm. uh, Neptune 4 printer. Cannot wait to finish the electronics. And printed in this lovely black nice. filament. Looks very shiny and very nice. After that, we have the Master Sword RP2040. This is the updated Master Sword with a prop maker feather. This is posted up by LJ Silver. They said, made it for my granddaughter, and she loves it. Nice. I'm not sure if the electronics are in there, but it looks great. And this, uh, they painted the little golden details. Looks good. And it's good for the kids. It's kid size, as you can see. It's still break <laughs> for the kids. Um, it's harder to break. <laughs> it's harder to break. It's nice and thick. Excellent. After that, we have a pie badge. This is posted up by Code Ninja's Amelia Island. Island works great. Did a remix for a thicker wall on the front face. Ah, yeah. Yes. The reason it was thin was so you could have that translucency. Right. But if you don't want that, you can. Yeah. yeah. Thicker is is fine. Cool. After that, we have something from Facebook. Um, I'm a part of the annual pass holder. Oh, I saw this. Right? I'm a part of the annual pass holder group. It's kind of a private group, I guess. It's public, but you have to get like accepted or something. But anyway, uh, Michael posted up their make of the Epcot Spaceship Earth ball with WLED and a cutie pie. So it just looks super cool, especially with that Vernoy vase in the background. That looks really cool. Oh. Yeah. So that's nice. Um, but again, I, I serendipitous, you know, I just saw it because I'm a part of the group. And I was like, hey, check it out. And folks are asking how they did it. And uh, you can get the link in the in there if you see it. After that, we have another make. This time, Jennifer Simpson. Really nice, easy print. Thanks for sharing. And this one did load. It's in that. It looks like a copper, like kind of like how the topper is. So mm -hmm. audit full scale. Super cool owl. If you're into owls, check it out. It's fun. It's it's nice to play with the head because it spins. Mm -hmm. It's fun. Print and place, no supports. And then over on Thingiverse, we got a make of the Halo oh, Energy Sword posted up by MJ Heat. They remixed it for a, I think, an hey, a, a like holder. Yeah. yeah, an EL uh, inverter. Mm -hmm. So you can see here, um, they post-processed their handle parts. Wow. And here it is on, kind of open though. So they kind of have a really long strand of EL wire. They got a really good photo of it. Here it is. Uh, I think there's some extra details added. Maybe that's a, that looks like a push oh, button. button. Yeah. Turn on the inverter so you don't have to open it. Cool. Yeah, very, very cool. Hmm. Um, super sweet model. There it is on, can I full screen? Yeah. Tron-esque. It looks very bright. Yeah. Or EL wire to look yeah. that bright. Either the, the oh, camera maybe. got a really good shot of it. Yeah. Um, maybe it's a, a low, no. Uh, Fresh batteries. Exposure, <laughs> a long exposure, maybe. So it looks oh, fantastic. Cool. It just looks really cool. It almost looks like <laughs> LED noodles. That would be one hell of an LED noodle, like that long. I think we have long noodles, though. A meter one. Yeah. They said, I uh, made one for my nephew just in time for Halloween. Opted to use EL wire, continuous light instead of the dotted lines of LED strips. It's very dim. Oh, still should be good for nighttime Halloween. Had to modify the handle to fit the new controller with batteries. To improve the strength of the blades, I mixed up some two-part clear epoxy and poured coating inside each blade half. This made the blades much stronger than super glue alone. Plus, it's still soft. I laid out the EL wire and pressed it into the soft epoxy. Oh, good. Very pleased with the results. Thanks for sharing. Printed on Ultimaker. Nice. Two plus with different types of filament. Super cool. Yeah, this is like a legacy 2015 project. Still, still kicking. Very nice. And the last one to round off the show, we got the remix from R2H2 posted up on printables. It's their NeoPixel jewel holder for the lightsaber. So instead of using um, a tube, you can have like a more of a flashlight. Mm. So this little holder is remixed to hold, hey. house, the, jewel? the NeoPixel jewel, and then you can still use the prop maker because it's a NeoPixel. Mm -hmm. So you get all the same benefits, awesome. just 
a little bit less so you get a nice flashlight out of it instead of like this long tube so a little bit easier build i think but pretty cool thanks for posting that up again from r2h2 and that is this week's community makes thank you everybody so much for posting your makes we they they came in like last minute too like i added wow. these last minute huh. um, so a lot of makes people are back to making i think this is this is a good season to to get projects made all right if you want to pick up anything in the adafruit shop discount code is usbc we got lots of things back in stock more things coming new products on the horizon tonight is two shows back to back shows starting at 7:30 p.m. eastern time we have show and tell. We invite you to come on. You can come on and join, share your project um, by going to the Adafruit Discord channel about 10 minutes before Mr. Lady Ada will post up a link to the StreamYard and you can join in. And then at 8 p.m. Eastern Time is Ask an Engineer with Lamar and Phil. I believe Lamar and Phil will be hosting the show and tell as well. Um, yeah. Tomorrow is JP's product. JP's workshop. And then Friday is a deep dive with, um, I think Scott, he's been doing up the recent weeks, the deep dives. So you can always tune in on Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific or 5 p.m. Eastern. What else? What else? I think that is going to do it. Yeah. Well, thank you everybody so much for joining us during the live show. And for folks watching on the archive, we appreciate everybody. Um, I think that's it. Any other stuff? What's next week? I don't know. I think we might take a break so we can catch up on uh, documenting current ongoing projects. Do another countdown. Mm -hmm. Yep, we can do another countdown. Next week will be November. So mm. have a safe, happy Halloween. You can always start your Halloween projects now. And you'll be early for next year. Oh, wow. It's on Tuesday. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, it's oh, next Tuesday. It's on Tuesday. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, Wednesday is November 1st. Hmm. So really, really, uh, I don't know. Do you, do you feel yeah, like? Yeah, man. The year's almost over. over. Yeah, the year's <laughs> almost over. Um, lots of things. Adabox is happening this year. So be on the lookout. Awesome. All right, folks. Again. Coupon code USBC. Thanks everybody so much for watching. We'll see you next week. But until then, remember to make make a great great day. See you, Bye, see you tonight. Wait, where's my thing? Here it is.